how would you explain Snapchat to your mom? So I would hold the iPhone in my hand. Wait, wait, wait. We're going we're gonna to try this over. <laughs> I'm going to be your mother the whole time. Snapchat. Uh, Mom, so Snapchat is this application that uh, allows you to take pictures uh, with the front and back camera. And you can do a few things with these pictures. You can draw on them. You can put text over them like this. Watch, and I would show her how to do it. Oh, uh, why'd you draw a big old weenie on that because, man's head? Because, because I can send this weenie man picture to all of my friends, and the picture will self-destruct. But what if I want to put it in my scrapbook? You can download it to your camera roll, and you can do whatever you want with it. But what if they send me a photo and I want to put that in my scrapbook? You can screenshot it, but then you would let them know that you're saving their photo, which is kind of a gray area. Okay. Will you send me photos? You never send me. You went to New York City and you don't send me a damn photo. I keep wondering, when are you going to get married? Mom, mom, let me download Snapchat on your phone so we can stay in touch every single day. Do I got to use the LTE or the Wi-Fi? You got to use the LTE, mom. Oh, that's nice. It's 2015, mom. You can use the LTE. Okay, I got a data plan. Okay, good, mom. Thank you. Bye. I love you. Bye, mom. Bye. Bye. From The Verge, this is What's Tech. My name is Christopher Thomas Plant, and today I'm joined by my friend, my colleague, social media manager, Sam Sheffer. At What's Tech, if you've never listened to the show, we talk about the title, What's Tech. Like, it seems like everything is kind of tech these days. So, today I have a question about Snapchat. What is it? Am I allowed to use it? I'm, I'm not a teen. I'm not a teen, am I? <laughs> If I use Snapchat? We're all teens, plant. Sam, what is Snapchat? Snapchat is an application for iPhone and Android in which you can send and receive self-destructing messages, which are in the form of photos, videos, or text. And you can also post these videos or pictures on what's called a story. And those can be viewed by your friends for 24 hours. When you say self-destructing, you mean the phones explode? The phone explodes in your hand, and you are left without a hand each time you send a snap. So it's got a two-usage maximum, and that's it. No, uh, you can choose the amount of time the photo will be seen. So let's say I send you a snap, Chris, and I make a really funny face, and I only want you to see it for one or two seconds. I set the timer for one or two seconds, and then when you open the snap... You can view it for one or two seconds, or depending on how long I, you know, set that for, and then it's gone forever. Okay. Uh, What is the origin story of this idea? Because, like, it sounds dumb. I I know it's not. Yeah, no, it's it's extremely primitive when you really break down the elements of it. So the origin origin story of Snapchat is kind of interesting because... Evan Spiegel and someone named Reggie Brown um, were classmates at Stanford, Stanford, however you pronounce that university, (laughs) Uh, and they created an application for a class, and they decided to turn it into a real app, and they got someone else by the name of Bobby Murphy involved to code the app, Uh, and it was originally called Pickaboo, Um, and then they rebranded it, and it came out a few months later as Snapchat, Um, and yeah, Evan... 
His company is now worth 10 to $20 billion based on a lot of valuations. Um, and they have had hundreds of millions of dollars invested into the company as well. Now, shoot me straight, and uh, this may put you between a rock and a hard place. How much of the original purpose was just nudes, just mad nudes? For me, it was zero. No I, nudes. I don't, I don't send nudes personally. Okay. Uh, I never have, in all honesty. Um, I think there's like a fine line of <laughs> what, you, what you want to do with your body uh, on the internet. <laughs> Uh, and I don't want to cross that, and I don't think I ever will. Um, so yeah, there's there's obviously you know uh, there's the hoopla around Snapchat. It's oh, it's sexting, it's sexting. Sure, sure, of course, of course, right? That the internet is inherently disgusting, with filled with pornography of sorts. And, <laughs> you know, it's it's inevitable, it's unavoidable. Okay, um, wait, 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 wait. Pause. I'm just gonna pull back the curtain a little bit on what happened right before we started this episode. I got to see your Instagram, which is just full of beautiful women. It, it, not pornography. They're not nudes. They're, they're not nudes. I mean... They're close to nudes. They're, they're not nudes. They have... They're wearing hands for bras. I mean... Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. People Let, let people be me. Right, that's, that's, what, that's what the internet is, right? Sure. You be you. <laughs> um, so what what are the de- demographics? Because, again, what I've teens. understood... It, it it's is teens. teens. Oh, it's 100% teens. An interesting fact for you... Uh, 80% of Snapchat's users are, are in the U.S. Um, and the demographic, um, according to, you know, articles that came out, is 13 to 23, male and female. I don't know the split of male to female, but it's it's teens. It's young, young kids. Like, Do, do you think that, the re- that maybe teens are smarter than we are? Because we talk on, like, Twitter and all these other applications all day mm-hmm. uh, where the data remains and can be used to haunt us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when we go to our employers, it's still there. Yeah. Uh, but teens have figured out before that, long before they have to go get jobs, that the best place to be communicating is in like person to person messaging and in mm-hmm. applications mm-hmm. where the stuff disappears mm-hmm. after 24 hours. Yeah, I mean, it, that's that's where everyone's hanging out, right? I remember, I mean, I was in like fifth or sixth grade when AIM was a thing, and I remember that's an AOL instant messenger AOL for people who are messenger. younger than us. Uh, and it would be like, oh, everyone go on AIM at 6 p.m. And then we'd all like IM each other and like oh, yeah. hang out in this virtual space. You know, I have plenty of like I have two younger brothers at college and I ask them at least once a week. So how hot is Snapchat right now? Everyone's using it. All anyone does when they go to no one takes pictures to like post on Facebook. Everyone just uses Snapchat, takes photos, posts them on the story and just inhales the glory. I did not mean for that to rhyme, but that's. Basically, what happened. So, Snapchat originally launched as this self destructing messaging platform. But in October of 2013, so a little bit over a year ago, they introduced something called Snapchat Stories, which is effectively you can take your photos and videos and put them on display for a full 24 hours for anyone to view uh, any number of times. Stories overtook. Snaps. Let me read you some stats here. Hit me. So in May of 2013, 700 million snaps were sent a day. And stories reviewed 500 million times a day. So 700 million snaps, 500 million story views. Two months later, story views doubled to a billion. And now stories are more popular than snaps. So Snapchat has now become this place where you just upload your life for 24 hours. Your short YouTube video of the day, basically. Yes. But it's like... 
But yeah. Then, but then it disappears. Then it disappears. And the people that see it effectively want an in in your life. That's the reason people view it. Sure. I mean, but but again, like, in this is especially pertinent with the nudes. You can screenshot. You can screenshot. Yeah. But Snapchat gives you an indication indication when that happens. <laughs> so you like, at least know that you're you know that people. Yeah. So it's like, don't send nudes. Like, people go. can screenshot. Yes, people can screenshot. Uh, I think it's like you just have to like accept that that's there and that's fine. No. Um. And and they'll know. Sam, what the hell is Snap Kids? Snap Kids is uh, a children friendly version of Snapchat that's actually built into the app. So you download Snapchat from the App Store, and if you sign up and you're Either 13 or under, or under 13, uh, you, you know, when you put in your birthday. Sure. Uh, you are given, you can only use the camera front and back and take videos and photos. And you can only like draw and, and do the text and save them. You can't send or receive anything. So it defeats the entire purpose. It defeats purpose. the entire purpose. It's like, it's like a drawing app for kids, basically. Um, how did Snapchat become so popular? I, I mean, outside it's of... It's a really hard question to answer. Teams, it's a really hard question Snapchat. to answer. I promote it every, every episode. Yeah, The Real Verge. We're there. We're active. It's fun. Um, I think you can lend credit to Snapchat's explosive growth uh, because it's so easy to use. Once you learn how to use it, it's so simple and straightforward, and, you, and it becomes very clear what its purposes are. And you could say that about a lot of apps that have failed. So to answer your question, how did Snapchat get so huge? Because it's a really good app. So how the hell does this make any money? So Snapchat, interesting, interesting question. Snapchat has, up until they ran their first ad, which was in, I think it, yeah, it was October of this, of this year, October of 2014, which is just a few months ago. Uh, Snapchat didn't make any money at all. They had a massive user base, which I think I might have mentioned already, 100 million monthlies uh, now, um, which is, you know, Twitter is at like 300, 350, so it's pretty big. Uh, Snapchat makes money by advertising. Their first ad, going to go back to what I was just saying, their first ad ran in October of 2014. It was a commercial of sorts uh it was a commercial for the movie ouija um oh sure the horror movie which no one saw. which i didn't see yeah um and snapchat you great know, return on investment <laughs> yeah uh I, it was an experiment and sure. i watched the ad and i i thought it was cool um so w- when you go into snapchat you're you're you enter snapchat into the main camera interface and then you swipe um, left to go into your stories page and in there are all your friends that have stories but in there is also the advertisement so it's a purple labeled advertisement um, that says sponsor colon and then it was like Ouija commercial or whatever it's it's very they do a very good job of indicating that it is an advertisement um, so yeah Snapchat did a bunch of those ads at first because so it's basically email but you can buy your way into people's inboxes like it yes here's an unopened email yes 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 that's the answer yeah. so they just have to be careful about how many ads they sell at once. right right um and then i want to touch on discovery because it is like a brand new yeah tell me about this part this of is snapchat very recent. okay snapchat introduced something called discovery which lives ne- next to on the right side of your stories page so you again you go into snapchat you're in the camera, you swipe once uh, to go right, and then you're in your stories, and then you there's a 
circle on the top right where the settings button used to be and you click that and then you're in discover and discover is it's like eight or nine hashtag brands like ESPN, Food Network, Vice, National Geographic. And it's effectively a digital newspaper of sorts. You tap the bubble. It's like a nice little grid of circles and you tap the bubble and you're just in this content world. And there's like five items, five pages that you can swipe through. And then if you swipe up, you can dig deeper into the story, right? So, all right, I'm in the, you know, I'm in Discover. I tap the Vice things like, oh, what's Vice doing today? And they've got a cute picture of a sloth, you know, eating some leaves. And then you, it's like a 30 second rolling, you know, it's a repeating thing uh, and you swipe up and you dig deeper. This discover is like a whole new game for Snapchat. I think it's going to do really well for kids. And look, this is going to sound probably ridiculous, but like if I want to watch the daily show clip from last night, I think now the easiest way to do it is to go into Snapchat because I like, it's like hard to like Google daily show and then the date. And it's like, I can't find this clip. You just go into Snapchat and watch it. And it's right there. So touching coming back to the advertising part, each uh, Snapchat has deals with these, um, you know, media companies, which who also have deals. So it's like a three way thing. They have deals with advertisers, too. And so the so example, this ad Ritz crackers, they advertised for Food Network on the first day. Ritz cracker comes in and says, we want to spend a million dollars in and we want to be in your Discover magazine. We're not saying that number is the exact. No, no, it's not at all. I just true. throwing arbitrary yeah. numbers to make math easy. So, um. They give Snapchat half a million and then Food Network gets half a million. It's a direct rev share split between Snapchat and the media brand, which is like a super like simple, basic business model. Advertiser comes in and then they just split the money 50-50. Wow. Yeah. Well, uh, so we know that they can theoretically make more money now. Uh, What is Snapchat valued at? According to... The Wikipedia page and various Wall Street Journal, New York Times articles, it's anywhere in the vicinity of 10 to 20 billion dollars. Jeez. Yeah. It's a lot of money. Okay. Uh, we're we're going to wrap this up, but I want you to uh, tell the listeners about your experience running The Real Verge on Snapchat because it is the first in one of the few uh, like brand. Snapchats that like I feel is actually doing interesting mm-hmm. things, and I mm-hmm. know I'm biased. I work here, but still. So um, this is a story I don't think I've ever told before, really. Um, so this this should be fun, exclusive. So it was uh, August, I think, of 2013. So you know, six months ago, and um, someone that doesn't work here anymore um, was like, uh, "Hey, you should make a Snapchat account for The Verge," and I was like, "That's a really good idea. I'm going to do that." And I made a Snapchat account for The Verge. And at Verge was taken and at The Verge was taken. So I went with The Real Verge because it sounds cool. And for the first two or three days, I did zero promotion from our main channels. I did not tweet it from The Verge. I did not put it on Facebook. I did not put it on the website either. We got like a few hundred followers like the first few days. And the way I know that, well... Snapchat gives you zero indication as to how many followers you have inside the app. The only thing you can see is story views and screenshots. So the first few days I was using it, I was getting like 100 views. Uh, and now here we are a few months later, and we're getting views in the thousands, um, lots of screenshots. Um, 
it feels good. It feels really cool to be able to broadcast and showcase uh, in-office shenanigans, behind the scenes, you know, funny moments that just live ephemerally in Snapchat. Because, like, you'll see that what we post on Snapchat is really unlike anything we post anywhere else. Uh, For example, um, we were flying drones around the office a few weeks ago, like two or three drones at once. And it's like, are you like going to tweet this like video vine? Yeah, where we crashed the drones, right? It's like, no, that can live inside Snapchat because it's a more intimate way of um, engaging with someone. You know my theory about it? What's your theory? PR people haven't found Snapchat yet. Yeah. So it's a safe space. It's yeah. a place where, you can, where it's like, you oh, can stay sorry, true to yourself. We, we, well, you're always true, but when you break someone's like three thousand dollar drone, oh, oh, I you see have to like saying. write them a polite yeah. email and be like, yeah, maybe that three thousand dollar drone. It was <laughs> it was this crazy accident. But then when you put it on that Snapchat, truth the truth is right there. Yeah. It's just for the it's just for the reader. <laughs> so that's that's a place where we put things that PR people send us that we break. Yes, exactly. That's and we also put we saying. put a lot of other cool things there too. It's fun. It's okay. a lot of fun. Sam, thank you for joining us today. You're welcome. Uh, And thank you for listening. This is What's Tech. If you'd like more of What's Tech, uh, why not follow us on Twitter? We are at What's Tech. You can also visit TheVerge.com. It's this website that Sam and I work for. I I think you'd like it. Uh, And you should follow The Real Verge on Snapchat because, as I've said many times, it's the best thing happening from The Verge. Uh, And one more thing. Uh, do me a favor, if you don't mind. Uh, we are on iTunes. Go to the iTunes store, find us for What's Tech, and give us a review. It goes a long, long way, especially in the early days of a podcast, uh, to get us promoted on the Apple page and to get us to more people. And then we can justify spending more money on making more episodes. Uh, so that would be wonderful. Um, and that's that. Until next time, we'll see you later. <laughs>